me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Happy Labor Day to everybody. Thank you very much. For making us a part of it, Gordon, we are live today at a Wasatch Front Kia up here on Riverdale Road in Ogden, or almost Ogden, I guess, technically, in Riverdale. Close enough. So uh, come on up and see us. They've got a huge uh, tent event going on this weekend. Uh, It's a massive sales event. Gordon, they're trying to uh, move over 1,000 new and used vehicles, which is quite the goal. So they're motivated. That means they're going to give you good prices. Stuff uh, is priced to move. I saw on the sign outside it says, when the tent goes up, prices go go down down there, Gordon. (laughs) The prices go down. They have uh, two locations that you can take advantage of right here at Wasatch Kia on Riverdale Road, or they also have a tent up at the Layton Hills Mall, so uh, you can cruise by either location. But if you come by our location, and I I hope I'm reading this right, Gordon, because if I'm not, then we could get into some real trouble here, all right? Uh, Uh, We have jazz gear to give away, Mm -hmm. but... We're also giving away $1,000. Stop by and enter to win $1,000. Must be present to win. We're going to draw uh, the winner at the right around 6 o'clock. So right here today, no fiddle-faddling around, we are giving away 1000 bucks. $1,000. We're making somebody's Labor Day a lot better. <laughs> A thousand dollars? We're just going to hand it out? Uh, apparently, I don't know if that comes in one of the big checks, or uh, if they're just hand, handing you a big fat wad of ones. I don't you know. You mean like one of those big checks you get at a golf tournament It'd or be something? Pretty awesome. Can right? you cash those things? I have no idea. I doubt. Can you hold that thing into the bank? I don't think so. I think they give you an additional check, but I, I you know, <laughs> I don't know. I've never had one myself. Do we? So, uh, what do folks have to do to get the thousand? Come enter to win. Okay. But then you also have to be here at six to okay, win. Okay. So all you have to do is enter, and easy as that, you might be the winner. Right. Well, get on in here then. <laughs> Seriously, a thousand bucks. And again, I I hope I'm reading that right. No, uh, because you, know, uh, you have a thousand bucks burning a hole in your pocket <laughs> over there, Gordon. Because now we've kind of let the cat out of the bag. I think it's coming right out of my pocket. Dude. Not let's really. hope not. Yeah, no. let's let's hope not. Yeah. Uh, but pretty cool. And we have all the jazz gear that we normally do. Good uh, variety of hats today. Did yeah, that good variety. Yeah, of hats I've been today. noticing that. I was going to swipe one. But we I'm... have shirts as well. We have desk ornaments. Uh, if you don't want a hat, but I, I don't think I've seen this uh, wide variety of hats at a at a remote for a while. So I mean, they are nice looking. Yeah, it's good stuff. 
All right. And all you have to do is come on by and see us. And seriously, save some money on a, on a newer used car. In fact, shout out to James, who we were chatting with before the show started. Big listener. Randomly a big Rockets fan originally yeah. from Houston, but listens. Adamant uh, about that. Yeah, he was. Hakeem Olajuwon, the best player in the history of basketball. He was a, a fan of the dream. There's, there's no doubt about it. But uh, He may be overlooking one fellow or a couple. What uh, uh, a man by the name of Jordan! I thought I thought you'd throw magic up there for sure. You no. just got the biggest man crush ever on magic. Man cr- no, 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 no! You have so misread that. I didn't even. I mean, magic was kind of fun to talk to, but uh, no man crush here. Just in comparison to the diminutive one down here. Well, now you you just took the opportunity to humble brag about talking to magic. So you see what I'm getting at here. No, no, I'm just saying that I like the man, all right, talking to him. But I sitting down to dinner with him, you know, (laughs) going shopping on Rodeo Drive. Oh, man, not so. But he was better than Stockton. I I think most everyone has come to that conclusion, except for a couple people. Well, except they didn't play the same position. Well, they did. Not really. They did. Magic was 6'9", and playing against basically little kids. And and I've said this before, too. Okay, if you took Bob Cousy and put him in at the center position, and he had, let's say he had just hops, and he could just dunk over anybody, but he played center, would you say he's not a center because he's short? No, that's the position he played. That's the position Magic played. And if you're going to buy that, then you also have to consider LeBron a point guard. Okay, if you want to. And he's better than Magic. Mm, uh, Here's the problem with that. Uh, LeBron has not played point guard for the majority of his career. He really has, though. Uh, He's played point forward. As much as Magic was a point guard, LeBron is a point guard. Now you're showing your ignorance. You didn't see Magic play. I did see Magic play. You must have been, like, what, two years old? Uh, no, 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 let's see. What year did Magic retire? I had him in fantasy basketball one year, so I couldn't have been that young. Early 90s, like 91 or something, 92, somewhere in there. He came out in 79. How old were you in 79? I was not here yet. Okay. But I was a basketball fan during his career. All right. Yeah. What, with a rattle in your hand? No, I just told you. One year, I had him on my fantasy basketball team. Well, did you start playing fantasy basketball when you were like 12 years old? Really early. And it actually has to do with the uh, the Salt Lake Tribune. They used to, I don't know if you were even with them at the time, but they used to do a newspaper fantasy basketball league where you picked a player from different groupings of players. Anyway. And you big magic. Went on for a few years, yeah. And, and did he disappoint you or something? Is that why you're on this? No, I just did the, the hero worship that, uh, that hero. You, and you and PK one, have for one, magic. I just find one, obnoxious. One, I don't. I don't worship anybody. Two, uh, <clears throat> I don't worship an athlete. I said hero worship. I'm just talking. I'm not. I'm not talking like you go to the the church of Buck Johnson every Sunday. What I'm just talking hero, about hero, what's hero worship. worship. You put him on a pedestal. Let me put I, it I don't way. put him on a pedestal. Yeah, you, you I, and I TK both do. I don't. Just because we say he's better than Stockton, then everybody around here says stuff like you just said. All right, we're getting distracted. All right, we sure are. We, uh, you put me in a bad mood to start a show when I'm in a good mood. Are you? I was. You came in a little cranky, I think. I did? A little oh, bit. Okay. 
Anyway, well, we're giving away a thousand bucks, so we're in good. We should be in a good mode, and folks should be lining up get it, to come on through here and get registered for that because we're doing it during the show today. We're going to get uh, red perspective on what's going on in college football with Christian Cox coming up at the top of the four o'clock hour. We're going to get the blue perspective with Tanner Mangum, who's going to join us top of the five o'clock hour. Austin, am I getting that right? Uh, we're also going to play highlights from the press conferences. We'll get to Kalani Sataki in the 4 o'clock hour, and we'll get to Coach Wick coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. So we're, we're very much filled up no. uh, here today at Wasatch Front Kia. Drop by and see us, grab some jazz gear, enter to win $1,000. Happy Labor Day to everybody. Gordon, let's get to the split story of the day. Do it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oregon, I thought they were going to pull that one out. I mean, Oregon stood toe-to-toe with Auburn, uh, you know, a top 20 SEC team and should have won. I thought they played well, even though they didn't come out on the right end of it. SC took care of business, although losing the quarterback was not ideal for them. Arizona was surprising. What happened in Hawaii, Hawaii's well-coached and a lot of offensive firepower. Cal won. Oregon State had a tough one against Oklahoma State. Stanford beat Northwestern. That was a good win for Stanford. I don't know if we know a whole lot more than you know, what we knew prior to the season. I think it's going to take two or three or four weeks before you start to get a feel for where we're at. All right, Coach Witt giving a thorough breakdown on what happened around the rest of the Pac-12 over the weekend. I can tell you right now, the Utes are going to win it. Well, they're certainly going to win the South because the South looks real bad. It does, and they might just win it all. Oregon was disappointing. Yes. They they blew that game with some questionable coaching moves and some, some bad clock management and stuff like that, which, man, they should have. Because I thought Herbert looked really good in the first half. It looked, like, it looked like he was dealing, and then Oregon just let him back in the Indeed. game. Indeed. It was weird. It was weird. And I'm telling you right now, I, I, you know, all this talk – about how the Pac-12, there's these landmines everywhere, and you got to worry about this team and that team and the team you don't worry about, and that's the one who's going to get you. And I'm telling you right now, there is no freaking reason that you shouldn't win this conference this year. And I, I know, I know, I know, we're overreactions. I get it. But the Utes are better than what I'm seeing around the league. I would agree, and I don't think it was – everybody's saying it's so catastrophic nationally that Oregon lost. I'm not so convinced of that. I, I don't think it's a good look, mind you. But if somebody goes undefeated through this league or one loss, they're still getting into the playoff, in my opinion, regardless of how the Ducks did this weekend. Well, okay, what's the likelihood that the Ducks are going to go undefeated from this point on? I'm saying if a team yeah, goes through the I Pac-12. Know, I hear you. So the likelihood of that, I don't know, maybe it's low. Maybe Mario Cristobal doesn't turn out to be a very good coach and Oregon underachieves. We've seen it before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, Jacob Eason for, for the Huskies looked better than I thought he was going to look, given that it's a new quarterback and well, he's got a lot been, of young people around him. the Huskies all along. And they looked pretty good. And I still think people are sleeping on Washington State. No, that might be true. That team's, that team, I mean, that team's fun to watch. And, I, you know, they beat New Mexico State. Yeah, I mean, right. But still, fifty-eight to seven. But yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, Leach is just a fantastic football coach. Man. Yeah, no, he's great, and he's got a ton of upperclassmen on his team. And he picked the quarterback. I didn't think he was going to go with, but that quarterback certainly looked really good. Well, I think I would feel confident leaving that decision up to him. Uh, Four hundred and twenty yards and five touchdowns. Good, by the uh, way. I think that's all right. Is uh, is what uh, Anthony Gordon did over the weekend. Now. 
Not a great week to start for the SEC. Well, Tennessee losing, and we, oh, we'll I get mean, into BYU-Tennessee, yeah, but that, I mean, that was just a, a, a big-time brutal Who loses off. to Georgia State? A team that was picked last in the Sun Belt, of all things, and uh, only That's won two just, games last year. Oh, that is unbelievable. That is, um, you know, Josh Parcell, who we really respect, and he knows his football, but he's telling us how Tennessee's all improved this year, and I, that was ridiculous. Horrible. Yeah, no, I, I'm not... Not buying that team, and I wasn't uh, before the year started. But the the thing with the SEC is their top teams still all took care of business. You and I got in a big argument about this last year, about how the SEC is not the monster that everybody thinks it is because it's not a top-to-bottom league. Well, I didn't didn't argue that point. What was our argument, that Alabama would have a worse record in the Pac-12 than it does in the SEC? I can't remember what we argued yesterday. I mean, we've had. Well, it really we, stood had, out to me because you were so wrong. Arguments since then, I'm not going to remember that. Um, no, you remembered it because you thought you were right on that one. Huh? Ole Miss loses 15 to 10 to Memphis, but nobody ever thought Ole Miss is going to do anything. South Carolina loses North Carolina 24 to 20. Nobody thought uh, South Carolina is going to do anything. Tennessee loses to Georgia State. That might be the worst loss in that program's history. But was anybody <laughs> really buying Tennessee as a league champ? I don't think so. And then uh, Wyoming beat uh, Missouri, and I couldn't help but thinking, like, what on earth is Mizzou going doing going to Laramie? Like, how did how did that happen? But uh, was anybody think Mizzou was any good? Hey, it's the SEC. I know, which was my point to begin with, that that bugs me, because the, the SEC has... What is Missouri doing to the SEC anyway? It does feel weird, doesn't it? Uh, Texas know, it's, A&M. It's not a regional anymore. Well, whatever. A&M feels weird being in the in the SEC. But, I mean, you know, Georgia hammered Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt Alabama throttled Duke. LSU <laughs> crunched another Georgia directional school. Uh, Georgia Southern, 55-3. to So, I mean, the programs you think should be good looked good back back to my original point i'm telling you right now if you're a youth fan you should be pretty stoked about this opportunity that the youths have um, and they really really have a smooth road in front of them now i'm not saying that you don't have to drive the car i'm not saying you don't have to pay attention i'm not saying you, you don't have to stay in your lane i'm not saying that you don't have to concentrate as you drive but you keep it on the road, you're going to win this thing. Well, USC losing JT Daniels for the remainder of the year, that certainly doesn't help their cause. Uh, as Witt said there, it's not ideal. And, I, I mean, they should easily win the South. But I still think Washington and Washington State are two really good teams. Maybe Washington a little better than I was giving them credit, actually. Yeah, well, but, I've and, never, and Utah, well, you're the only one I heard dog, and I'm like, can you dog a dog? I suppose you can. All right. Well, you uh, were, but, and Utah still has to play both those teams. Yeah. And I know missing Stanford and Oregon seems like a good thing on the surface, and missing Oregon probably is going to turn out to benefit the Utes, don't get me wrong. But they like playing Stanford. Stanford's a team in the league that will go toe-to-toe with them uh, physically, and they've come out ahead on that one. They're not a team trying to beat the Utes with speed, which is what they've historically, and I say historically because we'll see if it turns out to be the case this year, but they've historically struggled with. That Washington State game is at Rice-Eccles. It It is. It's a good thing for the Utes, it is. Well, they've lost there before. They are. Well, it's true. It's no guarantee. But I would not want to have to go up there to the Palouse to play that team, you know. No. I covered the Utes up there one time, and it was miserable. 
Didn't enjoy your trip? Oh, it was snow, and it was cold. It was windy. It was... Uh. Where'd you fly into? Spokane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So uh, you're glad for personal reasons that they're not playing up there. No. It's that's okay to admit. That's, that's, that's what I'm all right. I mean, that didn't even cross my mind. I mean, you'd much rather go to Seattle than, than Pullman. I got it. That's fine. It's not much of a choice in my mind either. I'm going to SC in a week and a half or whatever it is. Oh, that's how nice for you. Well, I got, someone's got to do it. Got to go cover the game. So. Anyway, uh, good news for the Utes. I just I, I, I know that uh, their performance against BYU is not perfect, and Kyle Whittingham has broken all that stuff down. Believe me, he's aware of every imperfection he saw, and he's going to be harping on it. But, but the in, road's open. In, in his heart of hearts, he must know that he has got probably the fastest car on the track. Why do you, I, I totally agree with you. And why do you think he watched, obviously, every single game and paid attention to it at great detail? Because he wants to see what else is out there because he <laughs> likes his team. And Nothing wrong with that. He likes well, his he team. Sh- he should. With that defense and with that run game, with Zach Moss, and I, I mean, I'm telling you, that team is positioned to do some... And do you agree with that? Because, I mean, when we talk to PK about we talk to all the guys who study the Pac-12 all the time, and they talk about all the difficulties along the way. And you got to watch out because you got to go up so-and-so. you got to play so-and-so in this place or that place. And you're looking the other way, you know. And we've seen that with the Utes, especially with teams like Arizona State, you know, where they have gotten uh, – had difficulty or much more difficulty than maybe they should. But – this team, this U team, not only has the coaching, but I think it has the coordinating to make the right decisions to avoid that kind of thing. And it's got the upper class kind of leadership uh, to avoid it. This team knows what, what the possibilities are, and I'd be really surprised if they just went out and laid an egg in route. That's just sort of the, the vibe I'm getting. I don't know. Well, overall, the Pac-12 did not look terrific over the weekend, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for the Utes. I really don't. Everybody's putting, I think, too much weight on that Oregon-Auburn game. I think still, if Utah does what it's capable of doing, there'll be plenty of opportunity for them in the postseason. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And it will come down to use some play Oregon unless they play them in the, in the league right. championship game. So, I mean, Washington, though, Chris Peterson's one heck of a coach. I mean, he knows what he's doing. And you were doubting them pretty – you were on them pretty hard. They turned over a lot of players. And we'll still see how it turns out, by the way. I still like Washington State more than them. But Jacob Easton looked really good. Some people did last year, too, and we saw what happened there. Of course, yeah. that was in a – speaking of snow. Yeah, the weather conditions were a little rough for that one. <laughs> weird. Yeah, anyway. So. Uh, all right, we're live at Wasatch Front Kia. Come see us, 770 West, Riverdale Road. And, Gordon, uh, they've got their Big Ten sale going on right now, which is an excellent opportunity. The prices are, are rock bottom. Uh, but you and I have been dealing with these guys up here for years now, and we know that they've always taken great care of our listeners. There's no doubt about that. So come on up and see us. Now, they, they not only have the 10 up, and, Gordon, you know when the 10 goes up. 
The prices go down. The prices go down. Uh, so every vehicle is at a rock-bottom price, but they also have bank and credit unions on site for immediate approval, plus corporate used car managers will be on site to help you get top dollar for your trade. So they want to take care of the whole experience uh, for you and make sure you get the most value because this, this is a big sale. This is a great time to buy a car, new or used. You can't go wrong with, uh, with the folks up here at uh, Wasatch Kia. So come see us, 7070 West, or se- yeah, excuse me, 770 West, Riverdale Road, right up here in Riverdale. That's really important what you just said there because some stores will give you a terrific price on, for the car they're selling you, but then they get you on the other end. On the other side, So yeah. when, you, when you meet uh, some folks who will give you fair value for what you're trading in and give you a terrific price that's a win-win and we're giving away a thousand bucks you come up here you enter to win you have to be here at six when we draw the name so there's a little bit of a caveat we're not talking about two weeks from now we're talking about today today we are giving you a thousand bucks today and we haven't confirmed if it's coming right out of gordon's pocket but it's coming he's got her he's got it We'll give it to you. <laughs> now uh, you may have cast a little doubt whether it's really coming out or not, but uh, it is. Uh, you're gonna we're taking your, care of you. You're going to get your 1000 bucks. You'll win. And all sorts of other giveaways, too. Big sales event here at Wasatch Kia, not to mention great jazz gear. We'll have more straight ahead for you on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Tyler ended the night 13-16, and I believe two of the three were drops. He had a pretty good stat line. They didn't throw the ball much because they didn't need to with the yards Moss was getting. No poo-poo. We're not going to be able to get away from that, are we? <laughs> what else can I say? No poo-poo. Tony says, I am trying to figure out what's worse, calling Utah classless or calling BYU poo-poo. I think one was said venomously. Tyler actually said it twice, but he said it kind of joking. They just poo-poo. No, they so poo-poo. They so poo-poo. We're never going to lose it, are They so poo-poo. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today. Men at work, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, selected by Lloyd and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. We were debating during the break. We said, well, what's good labor music? And Lloyd piped in uh, Men at Work, which just really makes some sense. <laughs> I actually. thought that was really clever and quick of him. It's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and art- artist insight at LiveNation.com. We are live from Wasatch Kia, 770 West Riverdale Road. Come see us. Enter to win $1,000. We're going to give away a grand at about 6 o'clock, but you've got to be present to uh, to win. So come enter. But we have jazz gear for you. They've got the tent sale going on here and down at Valley Fair Mall. Um, but, Gordon, the prices can't be beaten. Uh, they, they want your business, so they're going to do a lot for you. Your odds are really good to win a 1000 Right now they're yeah. looking pretty good for sure. So come on by and get your name in here. And, uh, you know, 1000 bucks, man. That ain't chicken feed. I mean. No, that's a lot of dough. Yeah. It's a lot of dough. It's a decent amount. Certainly would be, uh, better your Labor Day, no doubt. I think so. All right, Gordon. Uh, we'll we'll get highlights from Coach Sataki's um, uh, press conference coming up at four thirty. Coach Witt at five thirty. Did uh, did Sataki say? 
Well, if that, uh, if that Georgia State can beat them, we can too. No, he took the other way where the, oh, somebody... they're going to be fired up. Right, right. And they're going to be ultra prepared exactly. and all that. Well, I, you know, I... I'm not kidding you, man. If Tennessee is vulnerable to Georgia State, they're vulnerable to BYU. They're vulnerable to anybody. I, yeah. I totally agree. I don't think Tennessee is very good. Uh, they did not look very good. Now, if you're Coach Sataki, you can look at it and say, well, they made a lot of mistakes, and we're going to fix our mistakes, so they're going to fix theirs, which is essentially what he said. Yeah, but, but some have more mistakes to fix than others. Right, and I think BYU can score on Tennessee. I think the offense is going is to certainly have a lot easier time scoring on the balls than they did the Utes. You think the score will be higher than San Diego State uh, against Weber? What was the what, what ended up being the final? Six to zero. Oof. Two field goals. It's an ugly game. <laughs> Defense. Yeah, that's a defensive. That's a defensive battle. But yeah, I mean, I did not watch the Tennessee game, but the second I saw the score, because there's been a lot of people who have thought that that's a game that the Cougars could get. I've thought that for a while, absolutely. And, I, and anybody who is even leaning in that direction has to make a, a hard lean now. Yeah, I, I think so. Now, Tennessee, I'm sure, like, I can't believe I'm bringing this up, but years ago I watched James Madison beat Virginia Tech, and that was a, that was a rough loss. And the Hokies came up big time fired up for the next game, and they played a lot better. So, you know, there's a chance of that happening. But... Uh, I uh, certainly unimpressed with what I saw from yeah. from the Vols, and I think if BYU can uh, put its head on straight and and run the football with Tyson Williams, I think that will that will absolutely help a lot. Well, BYU is a decent team. They're a decent team. They're not a great team. Uh, you know, I, I they have a ways to go as far as amount of talent they have in their program, but for whatever reason, Tennessee is really down and. This is an opportunity to go on the road and get one of those games. It looks like a win over Tennessee, no matter how bad the balls are this particular year. I think Tennessee is an example, and this this may be uh, what some, some like a program like Utah should appreciate the consistency they've had. But Tennessee was a once great football program that has gone through bad coaching hire after bad coaching hire after bad coaching hire and it just compounds and it makes it really difficult to pull out of i mean butch davis was uh or was no butch jones excuse me butch davis not the old north carolina guy butch jones i was a disaster and lane kiffin bouncing the way he did when he did absolutely a disaster jeremy pruitt uh coach uh, kalani seems to think highly of him and i've heard good things but i mean it's not looking good. No. And a lot of times in places like Tennessee, it's a culture issue and not necessarily a talent issue. Because I, I still believe you can get great football players to Tennessee. You should be able to, right? Oh, yeah. So, and you're not getting the most out of those? That, that's a coaching culture issue. Once you get the talent, you've got to organize it. That's, I mean, yep. you've got to organize it and motivate it. And for whatever reason, I can't imagine... What do you think Peyton Manning's thinking right about now? Maybe I should get out my checkbook. <laughs> What's uh, Pruitt's buyout over there? <laughs> I mean, it's it's horrible. It's, uh, it, but it, Georgia State sucks, folks. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, uh, these are college kids. They're doing the best they can. I get that. But in, in relative terms, uh, BYU is far superior to Georgia State. Which, of course, so is Tennessee. But well, you would, one would think, way. right? Yeah. One would think. 
But I mean, it's it's what we're seeing USC in the middle of a little bit too. Is is they're going to get talented guys, and they're going to get good football players. But if you don't have the right head coach in place to to get it done, things can tailspin on you. And then if you compound that with another bad hire and another bad hire, it just it spins away. Okay, so let's examine that for a second, Jake, because there are good coaches who go to places at times and it just freaking doesn't work. I'm, I'm wondering if that's the case with Chip Kelly at UCLA. Of course, he wouldn't be the first where that didn't work there. But, I mean, Chip Kelly, did you not think that he was going to be a pretty good coach at UCLA? I did. Well, he wandered a little bit, but, I mean, he, he knows some football. And he goes there, and the Bruins looked not good the other night. And so I, I don't know. I, I don't know why sometimes it doesn't it work. But the, the whole complaints I have about paying coaches so much money, and I do complain about that, you know. But here's the thing. They're worth it. They're worth it. If you get a good one, chances are really good you're going to be good right but in some cases you're not and uh, i wonder about that ucla situation and if pruitt's a good coach well okay he's gonna have to prove it there they got the dude over there at colorado and the buffs had a win uh in their in week one what do they call that the rocky mountain oyster eating or something <laughs> Boy, Mel tucker that's that, uh that that uh, episode that you had where you had to eat those bull testicles. Where you that, that really made me you. do that. Yeah, I remember. You and Bowler both. Well, Bowler deserves some of the blame. That's, that's why I'm bringing him up. Yeah. Bowler's one of these guys, Teflon, suddenly it's all my fault. You weren't he, alone. He was every bit as much into that as I was, forcing you to do that. And what it tastes like when you ate those bull testicles. Rubbery. I mean, what was the taste, not the texture? I don't know. You know we had some chef who who prepared them gourmet style and had like a sauce with it. I don't, I, I don't remember what it tastes like because I couldn't get over what I was actually eating. Did you feel more like a man afterwards? No. No, I just got uh, I just got bullied into eating. Why would I feel like more of a man? <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway, was but I? Mel's off to a good that, start at Colorado. Sure. Yeah, and he has a terrific coaching resume, and a lot of people wondered whether he was going to be able to, you know, whether that would be no matter how good a coach you are, you step into that situation. It's going to take some time. That's what I, I mean. It's it's such a whirlwind of resources and where you are in the country and what league you're in, and there's there's so many factors that are up in the air that a good coach with a good I'll say formula. Mm-hmm. A good approach, a good game plan, whatever yeah. you want to use there, is is worth every every dime that they pay. A man but some of that, think about what Urban Meyer did when he came to Utah. Think about what Gary Anderson did when he went to yep. Utah State. 100%. And what works one place does not necessarily work another, although Urban's been pretty successful wherever he's gone. But, I mean, the thing with Chip Kelly, and we joked about this last week, but it's really true. So, Chip, you don't have Nike buying all your players for you, and you don't have the coolest uniforms in the uh, on the planet anymore, and you don't have the— Those uniforms are pretty sweet. And you don't have the hot uh, Oregon, you know, kind of cool factor going for you at UCLA, and now what, you, what he is doing down there isn't working, or what he did up there isn't working down there. I mean, at Oregon, you had people lining up out the door to play there, so Chip could, could treat people however he wanted, however he wanted. And if you didn't like it, 
fine, we'll see you later. And then he took that same approach to the Eagles, and how'd that go? <laughs> Not well. And I, I'm telling you, we saw a different Chip Kelly this year at, at uh, Pac-12 Media. Humbled? Very much so. But how much of that has to do with he was, according to some reports out there, dealing with a, a rebellion. He was dealing with a player revolt. A players didn't like him. So all of a sudden he's going, oh, man, I'm not in Oregon anymore. Or I can't just plug in another four-star guy. Yeah, right. And uh, we're seeing a guy that doesn't know how to deal with it. And he's all of a sudden not as much of a wonderkin because he's not at Oregon. And by the way, that makes Crystal Ball look even worse because he should be balling <laughs> out up there. You're in Oregon. You've got all the advantages. What's the matter with you? Same with Heldon, the USC. Get it together. You almost have to have uh, sort of a guy like uh, Uncle Phil, don't you? I think I mean, it helps. Even the great John Wooden had Sam, what's his name, out there, you know, writing the checks. It helps a lot. Those yeah. those Miami teams of the, well, 80s and 90s, I suppose. But remember those late 90s, early, like 2000 Miami teams that were just unstoppable? I do. With just NFL players at every position? Yeah, I wonder how they got that. And then, of course, <laughs> several uh, several 30 for 30s on ESPN later. You're like, oh, that's how they did it. So now you think everyone does it. <laughs> I got it. That's think, how you do you it. You think every program that wins is cheating. There's, there's a good chance some stuff. No, I shouldn't, I shouldn't paint with a broad brush like that, I suppose. I've, I feel that way more so in college basketball than I do college football. Are you suggesting perhaps that like the fact that the Utes had a million-dollar recruiting budget, that some of that might have been siphoned a certain No, way? because you'd have to be a moron to put payoffs on books. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying when they made that list... Of all the money that was going into recruiting programs across the country, you think that was just the tip of the iceberg? Probably. Although, uh, well, you know, recruiting services, that's a whole different thing. Because uh, you could put payments on the books to recruiting services, but Lord knows where that's going, right? <laughs> oh, man. I come in here feeling good on a holiday, and now you're you're putting a drag on on enjoying college football and basketball because you know that it's all dirty. So if you want to go along believing that Willie Lyles was paid twenty five <laughs> grand for uh, some like printed out Wikipedia pages and some grainy video, then continue to live in in your own world. I suppose. All right. Are you probably also that guy who thinks that who is the who is the record breaker down in the Jamaica, the runner? Oh, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. You think he was cheating too? He was firing up those uh, those legs. I don't know. Some I'm kind just of extra <laughs> juice. I'm just suspicious. Always suspicious of everything, Gordon. Okay. Right. want to remind you about uh, this Wednesday. It's a win ticket Wednesday. Listen for your chance to win tickets to KISS on what will be their final tour. KISS is headed to Utah. Get ready to rock when KISS brings their end of the road tour, world tour with uh, guest Royal Bliss to USANA Amphitheater on Saturday, September 14th. Tickets on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. Our buddy uh, Trent who works over there at uh, Live Nation, you know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. big deal over there. Yeah. Something tells me that he's going to take the night off for that one, huh? <laughs> I think so. Trent was a he was a former promotions director you here think at the we Zone. You know, he's one of those guys we probably should have been nicer to. Uh, yeah, because he's a big deal these he's days. A, he's a huge deal. I know. I couldn't agree more. If I'd he, known he was going to be that successful, I would have been nicer to him. He also has a giant Gene Simmons tattoo on his calf. <laughs> 
yes, he, uh, he uh, the colorful one. I think our boy Trent might be taking that night off. Might be someone else is filling in. Because <laughs> Trent's usually running the show, but somebody else is getting a crack at it that night. Good old September 14th down there at USANA. All right. And playing with a, a local band, Royal Bliss. I think they've been our local band Friday before. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. More from Wasatch Kia coming up next, 770 West Riverdale Road. Come enter to win $1,000. We're giving that away at the top of the 6 o'clock hour. you gotta be, uh, you got to be present to win, but it's 1000 bucks. So come enter to win. We also have jazz gear for you, and the tent sale is going on. It's a great opportunity to get yourself into a new or used car. We'll have more straight ahead on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Riley Jensen, the quarterback. You know, I've been listening to you guys a lot this fall. It's been really fun to listen to you guys, so thanks for all that you guys do. Thanks for what you do, man. Appreciate the time. Sounds good, guys. Thanks, Tony. You bet. And Aussie doesn't thank you. How about welcome, that? Riley. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Tony, you're doing a great job. I don't know who that bozo is with you, but uh, way to carry him. Hey, yeah. they cut me off. I cleared my throat and I said, thanks, Austin. Uh-huh. They cut me off. Yeah. Don't you dare. Uh-huh. Don't you dare. I'll hey, talk to you guys later. I'm not going to let thanks, it get in bro. my head. That's, I'm going to take Appreciate Riley's advice. I'm just saying. I was thanking you. They cut me off. I love you, man. Thanks. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. I can get to sleep. I think about the implications of diving in too deep and possibly the complications, especially at night. Welcome on back. It is The Big Show. Big thanks to our title sponsor, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. You know how songs uh, in your mind, they anchor you to a certain point in time? Uh Uh-huh. This song... Reminds me of driving a houseboat on Shasta Lake back in the 80s. Okay. Whenever this song, whenever this music was really popular. Mixing pina coladas and... Uh, I was just we've driving... We've this story a hundred times. Let's move on. I've never told this Having story. a party? Oh, yeah, you have. About in relation to the music? Yes, every time we have them as band of the day. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway... Until I was so rudely interrupted. Yeah, ah. my, it has a, it's a fine memory from my family experience. I see. That's, all. That's a good story. I don't think I can top that. <laughs> do, you and, uh, do you and Lisa have a song? Yes. Yeah, we got a couple. Mm-hmm. That is, Austin knows what it is, obviously. I, I think I have a guess. Can I guess, Gordo? Yeah. Truly? Yes. I have talked about that on the air before. Okay. And apparently, I've talked about the other thing too. But I mean, yeah, we don't need Gordon to be emotional. I was just curious. Now, now you're going to get me all choked up here. I mean, this isn't even my favorite song by Lionel Richie, but it was a song that was uh, that was popular when my wife and I fell in love. 
or I fell in love and talked her into a bad mistake, whatever you want to look at it. It's better than Lady and the Tramp. Am I right, Jake? <laughs> True. <laughs> Far better. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't you talk her into it in, the, in some sort of parking lot? <laughs> Forever grateful to Home Depot, huh? <laughs> building houses and building families since. Oh, man. You know, it's a scary question. Would your, would your wife do it over again if she could have that opportunity? Probably not. <laughs> Are we all in the same boat on that? Oh, yeah. Um, is, <laughs> is that everybody listening to our show right now bobbing their head up and down going, yep, yep, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how they answer that I question. don't want to find out either. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll call Naz. And you call Whitney, and Austin, you call Lisa, and we'll find out no. what the answer to that question is. No, I don't want to know what the answer to that question is. Absolutely not. You're not real The answer confident. to that question is not relevant. <laughs> too late? <laughs> Way too late. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, that, that song always brings back some tender feels for me. All right, Gordon, how close are you, are you uh, paying attention to what's going on at uh, the FIBA World Cup? A little bit. I mean, I haven't watched the games. I've seen some highlights, but I haven't watched. Well, the, the games. time difference makes it a little challenging. Yeah, but three o'clock in the morning, the U.S. beat the Czech Republic, eighty-eight to sixty-seven. Yeah, and I saw the highlights from that, and Donovan Mitchell was doing some nice things there. He had a Donovan Mitch moment with that two-handed jam. He did, and boy, he was he was angry. He was angry when Le- he put that one down. Led the team in scoring. Uh, with 16 points, he did it in 25 minutes. He had two assists and two boards, but he's taken a real key role with this team. And I got to tell you, uh, and I did not watch this game, and I, I've got to figure out a way to uh, to DVR or something or other. But I kind of like it that it's not the best of the best. I kind of like it that there's a little bit in doubt. I kind of like it that there are other good teams that could possibly give the U.S. a run for its money. I, I think it makes it more interesting. You know, all the Jazz players who were involved, uh, teams won, right? I mean, Rudy Gobert had some success with France, and Joe Ingles uh, had 13, but he almost had like a triple-double, I think. I Australia's mean, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're not bad. I mean, they, they beat the U.S., obviously, in a in a friendly, but yeah. they've, they've got some players on that team. Apparently, Ricky Rubio's been playing pretty well, too, for uh, Spain. Not that that matters. So I, I, I do think it makes it a little more interesting. And Donovan playing a key role makes it way more interesting. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. You know, that. you were on that from the beginning, Jake, and I've come around to it. At first, I wasn't absolutely sure how productive this would be. But uh, because of the situation that you just described, they need his leadership. Yeah. He needs to be a man, the man on that, a grown man, as not as opposed to a woman. It's just he needs to be a leader on that team, and uh, he has that opportunity. If you had LeBron on that team, then... It'd be different. Yeah. Or Kevin Durant or yeah. uh, even some of the guys that uh, that pulled out of the last minute, certainly somebody like James Harden. I mean, it, this is, this is going to be really helpful for, for Donovan. I really think that. So when Team USA was playing the checks, did the coach yell out, hey, check that man? I thought you were going to make a check chi- that check. I thought you were going to make a checks mix joke there. <laughs> mix it up, fellas. I don't. Is it, I'm I'm impressed that there are teams that there is a team from the Czech Republic who can stay within about 20 points of Team USA. Now, if Team USA had it as a goal to beat it by 40, they might have been able to do that. I don't know. Is is Yarmir Yager on the Czech? Team? <laughs> 
Or oh, Martina Navratilova. Oh, oh, I think I'm out of Czech athletes that I can think of. Is he younger? Isn't he like 48 years old now? I think so, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> he's out there skating around. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of I like it that basketball has become so popular around the world. It's, it's kind of a cool thing. All right, we're live at Wasatch Kia. Come see us on Riverdale Road, uh, really just off I-15, but 770 West, uh, Riverdale Road. Come and see us. The tent sale is going on here, and they also have a location, uh, a tent sale at the Layton Hills Mall in Layton. It's a great time to get a vehicle. Uh, rock bottom prices. They also have bank and credit unions on site for immediate approval, uh, plus corporate co- uh, used car managers. They're here. They're going to help you get top dollar for your trade. Now is the time. Take advantage of it. Plus, we have jazz gear for you if you drop by and don't know if you've heard but we're giving away a grand one thousand dollars come enter to win we'll be giving away at six o'clock you got to be present to win but a thousand bucks is a thousand bucks man take sure advantage is. of that and you get it right away all right well i'm more coming up next stay tuned it's the big show christian cox will be on the show 97.5 and 1280 the zone Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.